Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I'm your host, Maria Casillas, normally joined by my incredible co-host, Cody Sizemore, who today I have asked to go ahead and take a week off as a quick thank you for taking over for me a few weeks ago when I had some family stuff come up. So Cody, I hope you're enjoying your week off today and um, that you get some value out of what I have to share with you as well. Now, just as a quick recap, over the last three weeks, we've been talking about an overview of our brand new course called Getting Started as a Financial Coach. One of the favorite things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago was marketing. And within that, we talked about boots on the ground marketing, because again, that comes more naturally to me. And so it's a little bit more uh, of a favorite over the social media marketing. Uh, but within the context of that, we actually brought up the idea of partnerships and what it's like to join forces with other coaches, other um, professionals out there other people, other friends and family who might give you some referrals and just the importance of what that is. And here at New Money Habits, we practice what we preach. Let me tell you. I mean, this podcast is a perfect example of that. We have Cody Sizemore, who is not technically one of our partners, but we saw some incredible value as to what he's doing in his business. And we asked that it, if we could join together with him so he could bring that value to our audience. And you guys, I must say, I think he's been doing a pretty fantastic job with that. We also have another podcast where we've asked another coach to join forces with our partners, and she has been giving great value to our audiences as well. We also, you may have recalled, brought in a student loan professional. We've brought in an IRS professional and an attorney. And all of these people we're not bringing in just for the sake of bringing them in. We know that they're going to help us grow our business, grow them, and grow ourselves as well. So that's what I would like to talk about today with your permission. Um, and you know what? What's another interesting thing is we actually at Newman have it started through collaboration. I mean, that's kind of You'll hear in just a second how that even got started if you haven't yet heard the story. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the idea of partnering with other people is just really invigorating, I think, because it brings so much more to the table than what any one individual can bring. I'm sure you've heard the old adage about how, you know, two horses are like, I don't know, a hundred times. I don't even know the real one. I should have looked it up before I started. Uh, but like they're a significant amount more strong than just twice as strong than what one person or one horse would be. And that's really how we look at this here too. One or two or three of us are gonna actually create exponentially more value for you than just any one of us could do. So that's one of the reasons that we started New Money Habits to begin with. And I would be lying if I said that it was really well planned out because it wasn't. You guys, sometimes we just have gut feelings and it's okay to follow those gut feelings. Uh, I will tell you that I met Mike and Nino. Those are the other two partners of New Money Habits at networking events. And I met them at different times in my life and just 
kind of got to know each one of them in separate arenas. And when it seemed like a good idea, I thought, let's see if we can work together rather than creating competition for ourselves and see how that works out. And then I thought, well, this person over here would be a really great ad value add to this group. So let's have them meet together and we'll just see how this goes. And lo and behold, New Money Habits was formed. And we're so glad that it was because again, we are able to bring so much more value to you as the three of us than any one of us would have been able to do individually. So um, let's talk about how these referrals, oh, or I'm sorry, how these partnerships can actually start to grow your business. That seems like kind of an obvious one, but I think I want to give you a little bit of uh, extra insight that you might not have heard about. So uh, there's obviously the idea of switching referrals. And I know Cody alluded to this before uh, a couple of weeks ago when he said, you know, you refer people to me and I'll refer them to you. And so I kind of refer to that as a referral swap. And that that's there's some value there for sure. Uh, but I don't think it needs to stop there. I think that another way to be able to grow your business's referral fees, which kind of goes along with it. So if, um, you know, maybe you don't have a referral swap. So for example, the student loan person that we're working with, if she knows, if we have a client come in that says, oh, I have no debt except for student loans, then this other individual might be a better fit for her because that that client know or that uh, coach knows a lot more about student loans than any of us does. And so we pass or refer that client on to that coach. Now, there's no expectation of a return client there. See what I mean? So it's not necessarily a referral swap. Uh, if she has somebody who she can't help because their level of need is not in the arena of student loans and she's not confident with that, then absolutely she can refer people on to us. But there's no expectation of that. There's also the idea of referral fees. So if you are working with somebody and you know that you're just only going to do one way sending of clients, perhaps that person gives you kind of like a finder's fee. It could be a percentage of what they charge. It could be just, you know, $10 per referral, however that is. I do want to caution you though, if you are looking at that as a way to grow the revenue of your business, I just want to make sure that you're doing that with integrity. We never, ever, ever want to send someone somewhere just because we're going to get paid for that. So I know there's affiliate links out there and things like that, but please, please, please only send people an affiliate link or a someone to another client or to another coach, excuse me, if you really believe that that person will be benefited by that particular service. That's going to be a pretty important piece for us. Um, so then the other thing to keep in mind is that it gives us an expanded audience. So there might not be referral swapping going on, but when you join forces with somebody else, it helps to expand their audience and it helps to expand ours. So when, as an example, when we're working with say an IRS person, they have an audience already very interested and intrigued in the IRS world. And it's possible that if they're in trouble with the IRS, that they also don't have a real good handle on their finances. That's where we could come into play and help with that. What about the idea of influence? 
Now, I know that many of you got into this, not just for the financial benefit, but also because you believe this is a calling. It's a way for you to leave a legacy, to create an impact in the world that maybe ripples beyond anything you'll ever actually see. Well, if you are collaborating with other coaches or with other individuals in general, maybe they're not even coaches, other thought leaders, other you know people who are in high positions of management, et cetera, you will be able to expand your influence. You might not ever see it, but you will be able to do it. So I'm thinking of an example of when I actually was at, uh, it was supposed to be a vacation, but it was with my husband's work and they were helping people who were high sellers in their company. And there was a high seller who I was able to connect with. And I know he's got quite the audience and he gained insight from me during one of our brief conversations. And I know that eventually he'll be able to take that insight, pass it along to his audience, therefore affecting my level of influence in this world. And again, I might never see the fruits of that. And that's okay, because that's not why I'm doing that. I also want to bring up one thing when it comes to the audience. Uh, So in my private practice, I like to work more with individuals who are kind of along the lines of wanting to prevent things. So they might be feeling some financial tension, but it's probably just a symptom of something deeper. So maybe they're struggling with their identity as a new stay-at-home mom, for example, or maybe they're trying to figure out how to become a one-income family because they had a baby and now mom wants to stay home. Whatever the case may be, those are the individuals who aren't like in super emergent need of, I need this bandaid and I need it fixed right now. There's bleeding going on and I need to have someone plug the holes. But there's a real need for that, right? And so what I have done is realize that I have this great resource through New Money Habits where we can help put the Band-Aid on that. So I don't have to turn people away. I, If they're not my audience, I know somewhere I can send them. The same goes with you. If you have an audience that maybe you have a specific uh ideal client, let's just say that you want to work with and somebody else comes into your world and you're just like, you know what? I really, really want to be able to help this person, but I know somebody who is better suited to do that. Being able to expand your your network of, of coaches and collaborations allows you to be able to serve that client better. It's huge. Very, very important. Okay, so that's how we grow our business using this partnership and and collaboration idea. How in the heck do we grow others doing that? Well, I mean, I can tell you from personal experience that as we work with other people, we get this confidence boost. The confidence boost comes because we are seeing what somebody is good at and we let them know that they're good at that. So... When, when I and Mike and Nino got together, we realized that there were many things that I was good at that were not in their wheelhouse and absolutely vice versa. And so when we can see what each other is really, really strong at, it allows them to be boosted, you know, I mean, have that confidence boost and go, Oh, yeah, I am good at that. I think sometimes that when we're good at something, 
We don't realize that it's a gift. We don't realize that it's not something everybody's good at because it sort of comes naturally to us and we forget. So being able to see other people struggle in an area that comes naturally to you will give you that confidence boost and it goes both ways. So they also will get a confidence boost when they see that. It also showcases their expertise. It's kind of like what I was just alluding to, uh, but a little bit more specific. If there's an expertise that they have, I love going back to our student loan individual because uh, she definitely, she knows her stuff when it comes to student loans. And I never pretended to know a whole lot about the student loan world, um, but I'll tell you, I know some coaches who have thought, I've got a pretty good handle on student loans and how that works. And they sit for 45 minutes with this lovely individual and they're, look, they're like, yeah, I had no idea. Like I, this person blows me away with how much she knows about this industry. And it just, it helps to highlight not only their level of expertise, but the amount of time and work that has gone into developing that expertise. So that's a really great way to help uh, grow others. And finally, there's that built-in accountability for them. I mean, when we join forces, we can't just say, well, I don't really feel like working today because it's no longer just about me. It's about them too. So we have that built-in accountability with ourselves and with the people who we are working with. Now, a lot of that that we're talking about how it grows other people is kind of repeated in how we grow ourselves. Uh, but I think that it's a way to just relook at that and say, okay, well, if it's going to grow them and it's also going to grow me, what ways will it grow me as a, if you start to really think about yourself? And I think one of the ways is that we start to lean in to other people's expectations of ourselves, of us, not ourselves. I don't know about you guys who are listening today, but I know that there are some times when I'm willing to either let myself off the hook for something. So there's that built in accountability or also I'm not able to see a level of expertise that I have. And other people might say, Hey, you know, there's no reason that you shouldn't be at this level up here. Why are you playing down here at this level? And it gives me that ability to go, you know what? Yeah, I want to reach the level of expertise that this person sees in me. And it's not, it's not a fake expertise. It's not, it's not even a fake it till you make it. It's a recognition of this person sees something in me and I am going to raise my standards so that I can meet that expectation that they have. And so I know that that is, it's such a beautiful process. And sometimes it happens without even realizing that it's happened, happening. Uh, but it really is a wonderful thing. And finally, being willing to collaborate with other people, being willing to join forces with other people, it puts us in front of so many other people. Remember when we talked about how we can grow an audience for somebody else? The same thing happens with it. It puts us in front of so many other people that we're able to expand that influence for ourselves. So to recap, when we are willing to join forces, to, to partner, to collaborate, whatever verb you want to use to describe this, we are not only growing our businesses and growing others, but we're also growing ourselves in the process. 
So I just want to encourage each and every one of you today to find somebody that you can join forces with. You don't have to create a whole LLC like New Money Habits did but you can. And you don't have to say, well, we're going to have this particular person be an expert in the field, but you can. You don't even have to create your own podcast and bring in an amazing co-host, but you can. Do something that allows you to just connect with somebody else and just see where that relationship takes you. Be willing to maybe ask for a referral or offer, better yet, a referral to them when you know what they do and who they serve. I encourage each and every one of you to let us know who you decided to partner with or to just let us know what step you took in order to take that first step. Let us know that in our Facebook group, which I might screw up, but I'm going to give it a try anyway, is New Money. Nope, it's the Financial Coaches Community by New Money Habits. And we encourage you to join there if you have not already. And just let us know how how are you doing with this collaboration thing? And you know what? If you have an expertise that you would like to bring into the New Money Habits community, let us know that too. Because as you can see, we are more than willing to join forces with the amazing coaches that we have had conversations with and that we know are doing wonderful things in our community. You guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this today. We hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and we can't wait to have Cody back next week. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.